Thanks for tuning in to the Let's Get Ready Network, the place for coverage of all the things you love. On this feed, we cover movies, TV, video games, and more. If you're interested in supporting the network, you can do so on our Patreon at patreon.com slash LGR underscore network. And please leave a rating and a review of this episode. Enjoy the show, everyone. Right, guys, still a th- still a placeholder thumbnail. Well, I guess theme song, maybe not the thumbnail, but the theme song for sure. All right, guys, welcome back to Rewatchers Council. Glad to be back. I tell you, it's been a while since I've got to talk Buffy, and of course, we're doing it the the whole council, well, most of the whole council together once again for uh, what I last episode. Oh my God! What the heck? What is that? on earth? Yeah, because the whole council's here, guys. Right? The whole council. Is that, is that how you put this in? Yeah. Oh, I like it. Yeah. All right. That was the like that it. was the uh, that was the Avs goal horn and the Kraken goal horn. I don't like it so much. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Avs fan, Adelia, how are you? Um, I am in pain, but I am here and I am happy that we're back doing this show because a lot of the reason why we haven't done it for the last few weeks is me. Well, we had well, a, then, well, you know, there was a, I was, there was a holiday also, break. I was also yeah. violently ill. So yeah, and you I, guys are so yeah, lucky. Ferris and I were very, very ill. Unbelievable. All I'll say is this, guys. Make sure to check your burger before you eat it. Ooh. Now and that's just something. Your, and don't let your cousin cook. Oh, oh, I was gonna say, like in America, you guys have like they can they ask you what temperature you want it at, and I think that's crazy for hamburger. Crazy. Wait, like, what? Yeah, they in, can certain, ask, in certain restaurants, yeah. they'll ask if you want it like medium or medium rare or whatever. Yeah, yeah, but he said temperature. Yeah, that's well, what that's that what means. I, that's what it wow. means. Yeah, so, no, 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 no. Like some people just warm it up in their hands, throw it between a couple slices of bread. Is that what happened with you? I don't know, man, but I think my cousin didn't cook it right. I don't like extreme. I don't like rare or medium rare. I like it, you know, you know, medium well. Just you know, yeah, that's what what a burger, how a burger should be cooked. Yeah, Anyways, well. uh, enough about your food poisoning adventures, Ferris. Before everything Sorry. gets way too graphic, uh, let's go on to the puppet show. Speaking of poison. Uh, I, oh my goodness gracious uh, I'm a huge fan of this episode I think I say that for most episodes But again, mm-hmm. once again, I mean it uh, I truly do mean it uh, Adelia, your, just your overall thoughts first Before we go over this I hate ventriloquist dummies mm-hmm. I yeah. absolutely hate them mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to show you a couple things in a second I'm uh, sure you are <laughs> Ferris, your overall thoughts uh, I know you're starting to think Things are getting weird This is getting to be a weird show for you yeah, it is weird, but mm-hmm. I love Ventriloquist dummies. I'm a big fan of, of I'm a big fan of Jeff Dunham actually. I like Jeff Dunham. I was gonna uh, say, a, yeah, this this guy here is uh, like carrying the mail. I guess yeah. for Ventriloquist dummies, he's the only person I could think of that wasn't uh, uh, you know a big star in like the 70s or the 50s. Yeah, you like, know he, he has uh, 
Ahmed the dead terrorist. He has Walter. He has Pinky. I think his name is Pinky. I don't know. The, the weird looking one. Oh boy. And there's Jose Jalapeno. And then you uh, know. The honest yeah. truth, the most I've ever seen of Jeff Dunham was he was uh, uh, at the uh, one of the uh, uh, chef's tables on Hell's Kitchen. Yeah. So, <laughs> that's the only so time before, I've ever seen uh, Before Netflix like blew up and became Netflix, mm-hmm. it was it was kind of like a little weird app you would have. And they would have a bunch of like stand-up specials. Yeah. And they had all his stand-up specials. They had every single Jeff Dunham special. And one day me and my brother sat and watched all three of them. Uh, would that be your worst nightmare, Adelia? Yes. Okay, very good. <laughs> I, I wouldn't appreciate it either. Uh, so, in the 50s, this guy was the most popular person on television. Howdy doody. I got him to look at, like, the most drunk he's ever looked. He <laughs> definitely looks drunk, yes. Why does he uh, look like the guy from Mad Magazine? Uh, it may have been based on him, actually. Uh, I, I know how they do. He came out before Alfred E. Newman. Uh, Alfred E. Newman, of course. Shout uh, to Dagan. The, the, <laughs> the spitting image of our pal Dagan. Uh, but in the 70s and early 80s, I guess, uh, I grew up with two ventriloquist dummies at the same time. Not rivals, I don't think. Not rivals. And I found out more about this one first. Of course, Madam. And Madam... Uh, yeah, that is uh, a living nightmare. Madam's the one on the uh, on the left, by the way. Mm-hmm. The other mm-hmm. one is uh, Madam's. Can't even say ventriloquist because he was not a ventriloquist. He would just say all the words. That's why when uh, Madam was on uh, uh, Hollywood Squares, he'd just hide out down below or whatever and just talk like this because he could not do it. He was and terrible at it. I'll say this, man. Ventriloquism is coming back, and now it's more more intricate because shout out to, if y'all watched America's Got Talent, her name is Darcy Lynn, and she would sing with ventriloquists. Speaking, speaking of singing, I saved the best for last. My favorite ventriloquist dummy act of all time, Willie Tyler and Lester, uh, 100% the 70s and early 80s for me. Uh, fun fact, they would do their little uh, skit or whatever and always end up singing a country music song. Yeah. Country nice. music. Willie Tyler and Lester, like this for me. It's the same thing. Now, you guys have wasted enough time, all right? So I'm to start talking about the show, and we'll get to it right now. It's original air date, guys. May 5th, 1997. U.S. number one song, Ferris. Finally, it's hypnotized by Notorious B.I.G. Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> yeah! Yeah. Woo! Yeah. This is that uh, whole, whole uh. unfortunate string <laughs> of things that happen uh, just two days before uh, the show airs. Uh, you're going to see a lot of Biggie stuff throughout the rest of this year, for sure. Uh, oh, in the UK, die? Didn't he die? Yeah, two days before. Yeah. He was killed two days okay, before yeah. the, the show aired. Uh, Blood on the Dance Floor by Michael Jackson, the number one UK song. Yeah, I've never heard of. I've never, never heard. I've never heard of that Michael Jackson song. Incredible. I've never listened to. Like I know a lot of Michael Jackson songs, like a yeah. lot. Yeah. Never heard of Blood on the Dance Floor. It was that like a UK specific thing. I have no idea. I gotta, I gotta listen to it. I'm just wondering if it was in that thing with like that song "Scream" he had with uh, his sister. Maybe it was Janet? on that album. Yeah, of course. Not Latoya. I can tell you that. Uh, <laughs> and the number one movie, guys. This is something that I totally forgot existed, but it was the number one movie of the week. Breakdown, the uh, 
Kurt Russell movie, but uh, truck is I've never thing. heard of it. Yeah. So apparently, <laughs> Blood on the Dance Floor. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, it's off of the album Blood on the Dance Floor. Well, which is which is slash history in the mix. Oh my God! Well, the the English. I have no idea Michael what that Jackson is. at the time. I think. Yeah. Uh, I think North America had been saying, uh, "What's up with this guy?" By then. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, let's move on. DVD synopsis: Buffy suspects that a ventriloquist dummy may be harvesting organs uh, from classmates performing in a school talent show. Pretty, uh, pretty to the point. You know, it's a pretty good synopsis. Yeah, it's to the point. A synopsis. Okay, it was directed by Ellen S. Pressman. Uh, she's still directing episodes. She's done things like Party of Five, Huff, uh, Riverdale, stuff like that, and written uh, by the showrunner and Dean Batali and Rob Des Hotel, who also wrote Never Kill a Boy on Her First Date. So there you go. And we've got uh, some familiar writers in here uh, again. Now, let's start. It starts off with the talent show and one of my favorite things. Cordelia singing the greatest love of all. <laughs> Much to Giles' horror at the yeah, time. I, I wanted to I wanted to sh- I wanted to stick a needle in my eye. <laughs> he tells uh he tells the gang as they show up to needle him uh, that he was forced to do this by the new principal, Mr. Snyder. And uh so they laugh at his pain, they decide to leave, and that's when they first see Mr. Snyder, of course, played. By Armin Shimmerman, Ferris. I don't know if any of you guys, like for me, it was a big deal because, of course, he's Quark in Deep Space Nine. So if you, no I guess if you've never seen I'm, Deep Space I'm, Nine. I'm not, a, I'm not a Star Trek guy. I've only seen like two Star Trek movies. Yeah. Well, they look like basically. I asleep during they, one of them. Think of him with big weird ears and wrinkles and he still looks exactly the same. He is, uh, yeah, you could tell who Arm, Armin Shimmer is. For sure. So uh, he decides, uh, enough of this. You two need, uh, your, you three need uh, some discipline. You have to do the uh, talent show. All right? So mm-hmm. we already tell that this is a no-nonsense principle. He's going to be far different than uh, Mr. Flutie. He's but, definitely far different. That's for yeah. sure. I, I recognized I, I, him from some stuff. He's yes. not dead. Uh. Yeah, he's what does he say? Sonny Dale has felt, has touched and felt for the last time. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna g- give you a spoiler alert. I love this character, uh, this entire run. I think he's fantastic. You know, you, yeah. need, you need an antagonist, you need just a regular, you do. yeah, you don't need you know, yeah, you do vampires and stuff like that. Plus, she's gonna try and kiss him. It's just a vampire. All right, so we go back to the stage and then we see Morgan and his little dummy Sid. Uh, Morgan's played by a guy named Rich Werner. Uh, honestly, uh, I don't know much else about what this guy's done. He uh, did an episode of Baywatch Nights, um, which could be fun, and a movie called Dead Tides with Rowdy Roddy Piper. Oh Surpri- man, surprisingly, no Oscars, no Oscars for that movie at all, not even a nomination. Speaking of nominations, uh, very, very, I, very hurtful. Yeah, said. Is voiced by a guy named Tom Weiner, who has uh, j- just too many credits to mention. All kinds of like anime, video games. He's done like Warcraft voices and stuff like that. Weirdly, 
He has the credit as additional voices in The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. Okay. Nice. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right. Uh, and uh, we'll move Either on. he's really old or he did that movie really young. He just has that distinctive voice. I guess it was, what was it, 65, that movie? It came out in 66. Yeah. So that would have been 30 years. So yeah, I guess you're right. Uh, so much like you, Adelia, Buffy admits to a fear of dummies. Mm-hmm. And of course, Xander scared by mimes, which is going to come up, I believe, I think in the next episode, if I remember right. Uh, yeah, Morgan's act kind of sucks until he goes into that Sid voice or whatever. People start flaming it or whatever. A little a lewd puppet. Always everyone's favorite Ferris. Oh, yeah. Horny puppets. Always. Yeah. I always thought the the choice for the voice was always so weird, like a like a nineteen forties like noir kind of New York detective or hard boiled yeah. detective or something like that. I didn't ever think it fit, especially when we find out what he's actually used to do. In the next scene, we are once again in the girls' change room. So there's yet another murder in the change room. Mm-hmm. There, this is the what is this episode now? The ninth episode. I think someone's died in that change room every single episode. Three or four times. I'll just skip ahead a little bit because uh, uh, Buffy's mom starts saying, like, like what asking her what's the matter and stuff like that. What's the matter with you? Like, she doesn't even care that, you know, every week there's been someone murdered at her school. Yeah. At her school, there's been death every week. Yeah. You know, what's the matter with you? Yeah. Uh, I, I found that very strange. Yeah, her her mom is probably like, she hasn't been kicked out yet, so we're yeah. good. I don't That's care true. that I don't care that her her classmates are dying left and right. Just that matter that she hasn't been kicked out because I don't want to move again. Ugh. All right, so uh, when oh sorry when the murder happens, you hear this voice say, "I will be flesh." Doesn't sound very New Yorky to me. But no. you know, this is a little your thing or whatever we're supposed to think. Sid is the why? Why would, it be, why would it be New Yorky? Because they what Sid sounds yeah, like yeah, they're trying to oh. think this is Sid. Everyone thinks this is Sid. You hear the voice, and it doesn't sound like Sid's voice. Tell no. me. All right, so they're back on stage the next day. Mm-hmm. They're gonna the kids are the the Scoobies are gonna try to do a scene from a play because Will says a dramatic scene is the easiest way to get through a talent show. Because it doesn't require any actual talent. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you guys ever have to do a talent show? No, no thank God. <laughs> I couldn't imagine. Uh, did you? No, uh, I've I've done like school plays and stuff like that. That wasn't great. I had to sing a yeah. song in one of them. That wasn't great. Uh, yeah. But I wouldn't say it's a talent show. I, I wanted to though. I wanted to do a. I wanted to do a school play. I should have joined like the acting class, the drama classes, or something. You would have. I done did well. a school play once. I hated we, it. Never did it again. <laughs> we uh we we were invited to watch dra- the drama class, do performances, but you know, no one really was paying attention. People just kept saying like one of the dudes looked like me, and they tried to bully me about it, but it didn't work because I just called them a bunch of b words and then. Oh my like, gosh! Yeah, yeah, that was a very, yeah, I was, was very, uh, was a very angry a, kid. I was gonna say that's out of character for you. Yeah, it's very. Yeah. But you know, I was trying to watch the performance, and they was annoying me. It was like, hey man, 
I'm trying to watch my boy. My boy Kimani was in the performance. He was in the drama class. So I'm trying to watch my boy perform. Shut mm-hmm. the hell up. Oh my. A bunch of, you know, a okay. bunch of bees. <laughs> bees as in like B-E-E-S. Bees, a, like buzz, buzz. A bunch of boogers? Yeah, All right. Yeah, buzz, man. Because they kept buzzing, man. They just kept talking. You keep buzzing. I don't Stop like it. buzzing. I don't like it. Yeah, yeah. You thought, oh, you thought I was talking about the, the very crass word, weren't you? The booger. That was a pretty crass word at one point. Yeah, it's a very crass word. Yeah. All right. Uh, so they see Sid and Morgan back on stage. Mm-hmm. Uh, Willow tells him he's doing pretty good. Uh, turns out again, Sid is a pervert. Uh, mentioning to the girls, again, the 16-year-old girls, uh, once you go wood, nothing's as good. Have he's you a pedophile. Yeah, he's a pedophile. You, That's you what have, he is. Like yeah, His voice is like a 50-year-old man. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. He's, he's, the, 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 the puppet's a pedophile, okay? And like I like how people watch this in the 90s and were like, oh, look at that, look at that puppet. Like when you start Hon- rewatching some some of this shit, you're like, yo, that man's a pedophile. <laughs> Honestly, in hindsight, knowing what we know about the creator of this show now, mm. makes perfect a sense. A lot of this makes perfect it's sense. It's coming from a circle. All right. Uh, yeah, Buffy, Buffy. Well, he wasn't a great guy. Okay. Uh Buffy threatens to throw Sid in the fire. But then he gets a little the mm-hmm. face. All right. Uh, you see Sander, or sorry, you see uh, Snyder and Giles talking. Uh, Snyder believes in discipline. Uh, he thinks that Flutie treated students too much like human beings, guys. So yeah, that's heaven the, forbid you treat somebody like a human being. That's the kind Yo, of this... woolly-headed liberal thinking that leads to being eaten, which is a great line. Mm-hmm. Yo, that man, you know what's crazy about this, bro? Like, this is like pure 90s principle at the moment. Like, I'm going to treat these children like shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he already knows of Sunnydale High's reputation, and he thinks that Buffy, Willow, and Xander are the bad element. Buffy, I... sure. Xander, sure. Willow, Willow, no. All right. <laughs> and then he starts talking about his quiet Sunnydale High, and then the girl screams, and yeah, body's found in the locker room. Of course, it seems to take a long time. That seems like that was in the middle of the day, that talent show. Yeah. Plus, how many days do you get to practice the talent show? It seemed like a number of days. It seems like they spent a lot of time doing it. It felt like a week. It felt like a week. What else is happening in that school? No one goes to the library, and all they have is talent show practice for weeks, it seems. At least for Is it a performing arts school? (laughs) No. It is not. (laughs) I don't know. I just... Certainly, I'm just trying to create a narrative in my mind to throw some justification. You see something weird though when you go to the girls' change room again. You see cops. This Mm -hmm. is something you will not see much of in this show. Mm -hmm. There are not many police officers at all. Now, what what, uh, you're telling me a small town cop department's inept? (gasps) Well, there's that, and there's the and it's just like almost nobody calls them because, you know, what are they going to do? So uh, Giles tells the gang that Emily, the girl's name was, she was the dancer uh, practicing mm-hmm. one mm-hmm. of the thousands of people in this talent show. Uh, had her heart removed. It seems like with a knife. And they're led to believe that a human actually did because, you know, vampires and stuff would just eat it. And they didn't. They just took it out. Yeah, vampire would just like crack their chest open with their bare hands. Willow's scared because it could be anyone. It could be me, she says, but it isn't. Can't be me. Yeah. 
Yeah, but can we talk about how funny Alison Hallingen is? She is amazing. She, she is she's the best. You know, if you think about it, guys, mm-hmm. she's a TV icon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you think about it, she's a TV icon. You know, you have you have Buffy. Mm-hmm. You have How I Met Your Mother. Sure. You know. Then you have uh, her whatever fifth place or whatever it is in the dancing show. Pretty iconic. What? I know she was she in was, Dancing with the she, Stars. She was in Dancing with the Stars. Wait, she this was in Dancing with the Stars. This past yeah. season. Oh, that's she, wonderful. She made yeah. it to the finals. I know that. You know what? You know what? Her and Neil Patrick Harris are have something in common. Both, <laughs> both were in shows as young as younger youngsters that mm-hmm. were iconic, and sure. then both joined How I Met Your Mother's cast. Yeah. Neil Patrick Harris, Doogie Howser. Mm-hmm. MD. <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> I, I still call him Doogie. I I, hard, I have a hard doogie. time remembering. He's doogie. I'll always uh, One thing that comes up. Let's go back to the show here quick. Yeah, yeah, One yeah, thing yeah. that it's comes not up. Doogie when Howser Rewatchers Council. There. That'd be amazing. Yeah, should uh, we do it? <laughs> no, we won't. That's too, too much. Too much. No, 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 no. So, one thing that comes up when they go and interview, they have to go interview people mm-hmm. because it's what mm-hmm. they do. And they find out, like, there was a one girl was in the band, didn't know this dancer. Did you know that there's a dancer band rivalry in high schools? Yes. What? No. You did? Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh my there's god. The, there's I... the marching band, then there's the they're called this either like the spirit squad or the or or the or the, the dance troop or whatever. Yeah, so like the band people are not very keen of the dancer people because the dancer people, you know, the band people are like, we play instruments, we, we're musicians, you just yeah. dance. You know? We didn't have a dance squad or whatever you're saying there, Ferris, at my high school. We just had a marching band and some cheerleaders. We um, didn't have a marching band. We just had we, cheerleaders. We were we a very small cheer- school. We, we were a very small school that didn't care about athletics. Well, no, we yeah. were a big school that didn't care about athletics because, you know, it's Berkeley and Berkeley's all about, like, finding your true self, all willy-nilly, let's smoke some weed, oh, oh. you know, be who you want to be stuff. Sounds like a fine school. Now, no, it is. It was a very good school, you know, outside of the racial incidents. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Oh, boy. I grew up in Canada. We, I don't think we had either a marching band or cheerleaders. Yes, because you got rid of all the indigenous people, Rob. That's why. Get out of here, man. And a marching band? Oh. See, that's the reason why. Anyway. Oh, Sorry. <laughs> uh, so that, got really I guess dark. that got really dark. <laughs> incredible. Yeah, it did. Yeah. Yes. We're talking about a puppet murder show. All right. Yes. Back to the puppets that yeah. murder people. Yes. Adelia's worst nightmare. Yeah, it is. Uh, so uh, they're interviewing people. They find that Morgan was talking to um, Emily and he was acting real strange around her. And then Xander's interviewing Cordelia, who, of course, says Emma was my best was like my best friend. I was like, yeah, that's exactly Cordelia for me. <laughs> Perfect. That had me dying. And I'm like, for a minute, like, because like for a minute, I, I didn't, I stopped, kinda, like, I kind of like was zoned out of it. And I was like, wait, I thought her name was Emily. Wait, is it Emma? Yeah. And I was like, wait. It's a, it's a, yeah. That's why Cordy's the best. So Buffy gets to talk with Morgan. Uh, starts holding his head. He's getting a bad headache. Sid tells her to leave him alone. Uh, leaves. Morgan uh, insinuates that Sid is more than uh, uh, a dummy, I guess. So Morgan becomes suspect number one because he's acting weird. He's been talking with Emily. But Buffy believes that it's still that a demon's behind it. Buffy's always the one that gets it. Everybody else kind of yeah. screws around. Mm-hmm. And Buffy says, nope, hell no. 
It's a demon. She's usually right. So uh, they decide they have to quit the show uh, mm-hmm. because they have to focus on demon hunting. You know, their proper jobs. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, Giles informs them that Snyder can make their lives very difficult. And for some reason, a Slayer can't afford that. Yeah, apparently um, mean principle outweighs demon hell spawn hellscape. Yeah, I don't think yeah. this has ever had to come up. I don't think there's m- too many times that uh, uh, a Slayer has just been hanging out at high school and stuff like that. Usually the Slayer's been taken quite early and stuff like that, trained from a very early age. We'll find out more about that uh, later. But before we move on in the show, I just wanted to take a second to point out Giles's outfit because somehow he pulls off the light brown cardigan with a darker brown tie and is uh magnificent he really he really nailed it with the combo anyways Mm -hmm. buffy sets off she has to go investigate morgan's locker but you know somebody's watching her this time so she stealthily punches a hole through the lock to get into the locker uh and then snyder shows up and uh you know it's like uh oh we find out there's three things he can't tolerate guys number one students loitering after school like on campus number mm-hmm. two horrible murders with hearts being removed which i think is that everyone can agree you know you understand I think we can all agree on that yeah. yeah i agree with you snyder and number three smoking oh, smoking yeah. yeah it's good not it's good not very not good at all it's a fine rule all right she says she's finding something for a friend she looks in the case sit in there he was the one spying with morgan so uh-oh mm-hmm. But this time, next time we see them, they're arguing with each other. And that Sid needs him to do one more thing for him to be free. But Morgan doesn't want to do it. So everything's everything's pointing to Sid here, guys. And this is when we talk about at home. Buffy's mom is the one who's excited to see uh, uh, Buffy at the talent show. Uh, Buffy does not want her there, of course. And this is where Joyce is wondering, oh, is there something wrong? Buffy, it's like, no, oh, no, there isn't always a murder at my high school every day. Nothing could be further from bothering yeah. me. I'm yeah, a, this, is, this, is, this is showing how observant <laughs> her mother is. Yeah. yeah. Like, she doesn't no, no, know mom, why she's, yeah. People aren't dying at my high school. I'm not in love with a vampire mm-hmm. who used to murder people. That you um, met. That you that know that you, looks that like you met. 25 years um, old or whatever. That he tried to bite your neck. Um, I'm I'm not responsible for you know the fate of the universe. Yep, you know just you know normal teenage girl stuff. Exactly. So Buffy turns out the light, but Sid is watching through the window. Uh, did that uh, genuinely spook you, Adelia? I I wanted to turn this off and stop watching. <laughs> I thought it was very funny. That Buffy hears okay. little little footsteps running. Oh God! I hated this part so much. Yeah, she screams. He assaulted her. Uh, he wasn't. Yeah, he, like he isn't a good guy. We've already. I think. I think we've established. There's he's, something wrong. Yeah, with Sid. yeah. He's he's a he's a pedo. Like Sid should have to report to the neighbors. Yes, he he should, he's a, on. He should be he on a registry. Town. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so Joyce comes in. Does the there's no monster thing. Then Buffy notices there was an open window, and she's sure she had closed it, but. Anyways, back to the talent show for yet another day. This time, Cordy's arguing she should have a different spot. 
because the rock band is going to kill the vibe of her song, The Greatest Gift of All, uh, which turns out she believes is about personal hygiene. And I get it too. What do you mean? <laughs> That's what she said. She says she's trying to think of what the song's about, and she says it's about personal hygiene. Personal hygiene. Yeah, the greatest gift of all. The this Mahone version of Cordy is very funny. I mm-hmm. cannot wait, though, until we get to the evolved version of Cordy. Then Giles gets rid of her. What, just what, what There's song? something wrong with her hair. Yeah, he's like, oh, yeah, something, yeah that was that's Can't funny. believe it worked. Can't believe it worked. Xander was right. Yeah, Xander was right. All right. So Buffy gets to school, tells her that uh, Sid was in her room last night. For some reason, Xander believes is a cat. So she says these things. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. She said, Xander, like the the goddamn dummy was in my room last night, guys. And everybody, mm-hmm. oh, was it? Was it? Uh, I guess this was, I think my was voice probably cat. Pay attention to Buffy. <laughs> yeah, nothing weird ever happens mm-hmm. on the Hellmouth. They've no, no matter what these guys have seen, what these guys have gone through. Uh, mm-hmm. There's no way a, a, a puppet can be running around her room. Anyways, Giles finds a book once again in this extensive library about the Brotherhood of Seven that take the form of young humans. And it turns out they need hearts and brains uh, every seven years mm-hmm. to re- or they revert to something. Something that kind of looks like, I don't know if you know Eddie from Iron Maiden, but those things kind of no. look like Eddie from Iron Maiden. A the little bit. And? Yeah, if you ever seen like the band, like the the band has a mascot named Eddie. Eddie is a a band cool. has a mask. Yo, what? You don't know anything about Iron Maiden? Oh my god! No, gosh. Rob. I don't, do I look like a do I look like a man who listens to Iron Maiden? You don't have to even look. You, you have to listen. You can just look. You can just look. Anyways, uh, they see Morgan and Sid. Uh, Giles mentions that he uh, seems to be getting weaker, not stronger. Mm-hmm. All right, so he just keeps holding his head, holding his head. Now, we cut to history class. I don't know, well, I don't know if this is history class or if it's a government class. I don't know. All the classes kind of seem to be odd for me here. Anyways, it's taught by a lady, Mrs. Jackson, her portrayed by Lenora May, who has worked forever, I guess, but I can't think of anything. I can't remember her being in anything else. Uh, she was in 90210. She was in the Birds of Prey movie, uh, Grey's Anatomy. Ferris, I don't know if you watch those Ooh, kind of procedures. No, I've, I've actually never seen Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. Anyways. The one medical drama I've never watched, actually. That's really weird. <laughs> well, yeah, the only one that's been running for 20 years or whatever. Yeah. Been. So at this point, Sid gets his head, his head turns around by itself to check out Buffy. And All right. So uh, I have a question. I have a question. Yeah. Why did he pull out the puppet in the middle of cl- the history class? I don't think he was history class. I don't think he's thinking right. He just so he just because he he's no, but his thing he would put it in the box after mm-hmm. the after performing, but he couldn't have it in the box when he's in the middle of class. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. Maybe it makes him feel better. Anyways, uh, Cordy thinks that Sid and Buffy would make an adorable couple, so I really like that part. Uh, Sid's taken away. Till after school, mm-hmm. but when they come back to get him, he's gone. Uh, it's because Xander took him. Xander just mm-hmm. stole the puppet uh, out of, mm-hmm. from everybody else's noses so that uh, Buffy can talk to uh, more. Who thought Lowe. he like? Who thought he like walked away? I thought he like walked away. 
Like he like busted out the closet and walked away. Yeah, like I don't know, like how do you, how does people not notice? He didn't take the box or anything. He takes the puppet. I don't know what he does with it. They didn't mm-hmm. show it. They didn't want to show. It. It's like this is too like this is too unbelievable even for us. So forget it. He's just going to mm-hmm. show up with the thing. Uh, he tries to. Uh, uh, Sander wants to uh, bring a uh, sit home for some reason. And he hit, but uh, Will or sorry, uh, Buffy heads off to find Morgan. Giles and Will do research. Xander's stuck with the dummy, so everything's getting set up backstage mm-hmm. at the counter at the talent show. Snyder confronts Buffy again. This time she's pushing back a little. She uh, she she has a rope, but it's only you know it only goes so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, back in the library, Sid disappears from under Xander's nose when they when he tells uh uh. Giles and Willow, they jump up on the stacks like they saw a little mouse. So I like that part, too. Mm-hmm. Um, meanwhile, backstage, Buffy finds Morgan's body this time. And a chandelier conveniently falls, uh, trapping her uh, underneath it. Now, this is backstage at a high school talent show. Yeah, what, what on earth is this there for? They've got like a one-ton chandelier made of iron backstage. Yeah. You didn't have a chandelier in your high school? Not a one-ton no. one. No. Not a one-ton one. Yeah, me neither. I, I don't know why they had a chandelier there. Like, I don't know where <laughs> I was going with that. And then, and I'm sure a scene that will live with Adelia for the rest of her life, Sid starts stabbing at her. But because of plot armor, uh, Buffy misses every time. Frees mm-hmm. herself, grabs Sid, and tells her to... <laughs> grab her heart and then Sid is like all right that's it grab your heart and brain and move on uh then she tells him you're never gonna be human that's why yeah we'll never leave and then uh 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 guys it's the spider-man meme they spider-man meme to each other turns out Sid is a demon hunter who was transpossessed into a dummy uh he thought Mm -hmm. Buffy was a demon and then he starts getting in Sid fashion, icky towards again a sixteen-year-old girl. Yeah, there is a horrible pattern here. Anyways, Giles is happy. Someone else has to explain everything that goes on and whatever. When uh, Sid tells him what's happening, mm-hmm. turns out Sid has killed six of the seven of these Brotherhood guys, and if he kills the last one, his curse will be lifted and he'll be freed. And they figure that since the demon has the heart and the brain. Uh, won't be in the talent show, so they decide to get uh, the cast together. A power circle. A power circle. Joss has yeah. no idea what that is. I have no, no idea. I didn't all. know what, I didn't no know what that was. What was that? Yeah. And also, he remembers that the show's just about to start. So all yeah. of this, all of this, weeks and weeks of planning, and they forget about the show. And, you know, meanwhile, someone has just been found murdered backstage, but it's fine. It's fine, guys. Yeah, it's fine. The show must go on. Don't worry about it. That's the rule, guys. It's always been the rule. The show must go on. That's right. Now, uh, Buffy and uh, Sid are watching from the rafters because, mind you, Buffy is supposed to be in the talent show still. But she's Uh watching from above. It's like, let's watch the power circle. They notice that everyone's there. Of course, while they're talking, Sid once again gets icky towards a 16-year-old girl. Uh, yeah. It's so gross. It's just so gross. And great? yeah. What it's also blatant, is a it's great just blatant pedophilia. Yeah, blatant what's, pedophilia. What's also not gross or not great, guys? 
Giles' little power-up pop-up speech. Yeah. <laughs> it is, you, it is from, the, from the closed <laughs> captioning. Um, everybody, uh, get ready. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How is he in charge of helping the Slayer? He is so like he hates human beings. He well, hates I them so. I just much. I just want to say that Giles is not Dan Campbell. I can tell you that. Let's go. Absolutely not. He does not want to bite a kneecap off a demon. That's true. That is true. Now, it turns out the demon wasn't a part of the show, but Buffy does find Morgan's brain as it falls out in one piece, mind you, one jellified piece and stuff like that, which is uh, pretty gross. Turns out disgusting. the demon rejected it, uh, despite that Morgan was the smartest kid in school because he had brain cancer. They find out, oh, they do all this work. Oh, Morgan has brain cancer. No wonder this demon doesn't want it. So he thinks he'll go to the next smartest, which, of course, should be Willow. But mm -hmm. meanwhile, Giles decides to help Mark the magician with practicing his guillotine trick. Well, well, not, okay, well, hold on first. Okay, it's a high school talent show. Yeah, why on earth is there a guillotine? That's a valid point. But my thing is this how did y'all like the swerve of the puppet being a good guy, even though he was a bad I, I liked the twist. Okay, yeah. you like the twist, and then like, twist. okay, good. Why the hell you got a guillotine? Yeah, why the hell They're, is there a guillotine? They have. Why do they have so much room backstage? There's a lot yeah. of questions to ask about this. And 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 why do all these kids in this talent show have all this stuff just for a talent show? Like, what yep. are they doing with this? Stuff? <laughs> but yet, when they show the the actual talent shows out the power circle, there's only about. 10 kids or something like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they have all this stuff. Anyways, this is going to be the best talent show uh, Sunnydale High has ever had. I hope anyways. Well, or, the, or the greatest talent show, period. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Uh, the Mark the Magician is played by a guy named Burke Roberts. And uh, I tried to find stuff that he did other than this, but I guess he just writes, directs, and produces his own little small films or whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, good for him. Uh, Willow figures out that uh, although everyone was at the talent show, they didn't know the brain was rejected. So they figure out Giles is the next victim, guys. Yeah. And lucky for them, Mark needs five wax with a hatchet and a little string uh, to bring the <laughs> to bring the guillotine down. Five, one, two, like uh, yeah, you know what's crazy? But he then but he did it hella quick on that melon. Yeah, remember that yeah. melon? He he just cut the melon real quick. Five wax rope yeah. or whatever. Um, maybe should have sharpened the hatchet, I guess. Maybe the watermelon made it dull. Who knows? Anyways. Who, who, who knows? Yeah. Buffy fights him and gets grossed out by his demon face. I always like that when she goes, Ugh. Uh, But luckily Xander's there. Stop it. Uh, Mark is putting his little disappearing trick, but he re reappears as like full on Eddie from Iron Maiden kind of looking dude. Mm-hmm. And then Will breaks the lock on the guillotine with that same hatchet, guys, uh, in four wax. And she's hitting it like this. Yeah. Uh, come on. What's the matter with this guy? And this guy's now beating up Buffy the Vampire Slayer? Unbelievable. Anyways, Giles is freed. And just then, uh, Mark gets knocked into the guillotine. Xander lets go of the rope he was holding on to. 
the head comes off, the curtain raises, everybody sees the most bizarre thing they've ever seen in their lives on that stage. Nobody says a word until Christopher Snyder says, I don't get it. Yeah. I think it's avant-garde, Rob. What is it? Avant-garde. Avant-garde? I think it's avant-garde. Yeah. Love the way that ends. But it's not over. And for the, I think the only time in this series, there's a scene that plays over the credits. Not only that, the, they changed the credits. They made the credits a different font and stuff like that for some reason. That didn't make any sense to me. But it turns out the scene they do was from, you could pick any play. You could pick American plays. Mm-hmm. You could pick Shakespeare, whatever reason. Mm-hmm. But for their dramatic reading, they decide they're going to do a scene from Oedipus Rex. Yeah. Uh, so uh, the bosses over at uh, the WB uh, told uh, the showrunner, uh, it's like, I get it. It's Shakespeare. Of course, it is not. Yeah, I believe it was written by Sophocles uh, about 500 years uh, BC. So uh, uh, he uh, it was only ran one time on the networks and until the um, – WB had to give up the rights to the show and stuff like that. After that, it was put back in, and the, every person that you know saw it after it left uh, uh, its original run has seen mm-hmm. only this. But yeah, for a good three years or whatever, you you never saw it again. You just saw the uh, the original stuff. So that brings us to the end of the episode. The next episode, nightmares again. One of my favorites, but. Kind of almost follows the theme from this one, but we'll talk about it next time. Can we talk about how the, in the in the middle of this in this in this uh, show, mm-hmm. they tried to make us feel bad for what's his face, um, uh, the the puppet, where it's like, yeah, what I mean by lifting the curse, I'm going to die, and then and then mm-hmm. Buffy's like, oh no, you're gonna die, and I'm like, good, he's gonna die. Good, yeah. good. I I can't Quite wait till you die. Like I don't feel bad that you're the the curse being lifted means you're dead. You're you deserve it. So uh, here's another for you guys um, because we won't cover it on the show. But was that a little bit too it, much? I think that was a little no, bit too much. Was that a little fine. bit too much? No. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer has a video game called Chaos Bleeds. And uh, Sid is a playable character in this, even though it takes place, I believe, in the sixth season. Uh, but it's supposedly canon, which I don't see how it could be. The game? Or, or, Chaos Bleeds? Yeah. yeah. Uh, but Sid, Sid uh, gets tricked or whatever, and he doesn't go all the way dead yet. So there you go. So if you wanted an, a happy slash unhappy ending, there it is. Sid is still around uh, no. as yeah. of the show. So there you go. Uh, you'll never see him again on the show, so don't worry about it. Uh, yeah. Ferris, you made it back to the council. Uh, thanks for coming. Uh, what are you up to on the good old internets? Uh, you guys can find me here on the entertainment channel every Friday, 8 o'clock Pacific. Next week, we're bringing back the open table, 8 o'clock Pacific. Mm-hmm. Um, and as well as on our sports channel, every Friday, 3 o'clock Pacific, we, we talk American football as well as currently me and Adelia are doing some of our tennis podcast, the Australian Open's happening, where we'll be talking about the quarterfinals here and there. 
Um, so shout out to that. We just had a great matchup, a couple of great matchups the past couple of nights. Taylor Fritz, you know, tried to take down Novak Djokovic, didn't succeed, but the Onyx Center makes it through, and Arena Sablenka is just is just whooping people's behinds left and right. So we're talking tennis as well as Mina Delia. We got something special for the sports channel. Oh boy. Yep. Yep. Oh, it's a huge surprise. All right. Thanks, Ferris. Mm-hmm. Adelia. One word. Oh my gosh. Scrum. Ooh. Yes. Ooh. <laughs> it could be taken some ways. But yes. yes. <laughs> I, I, I think I think I know what you're talking about. Anyways, uh Adelia, how about yourself? Uh you can find me, like Ferris said, 8 p.m. Pacific on this channel every Friday with the open table. You can also mm-hmm. find me and Snark 3 p.m. Pacific on the highlights channel doing on Tuesdays doing starting eleven, no episode uh next week. But we will be back the week after with 20 matches to talk about in the English Premier League. Ugh, so oh, much. boy. That's going to be a long episode. Yeah, I'm going to um, edit my thoughts. Yeah. And, of course, back with the Rewatchers Council on Thursdays, 3, 3 p.m. Pacific. And uh, that's it. The the starting 11 episode for this week has already been released when you're watching this. So make sure everyone to go like and subscribe. That channel, we're at 126 subscribers. So let's get to 130. Links um, to the channels are in the description of this episode. Exactly. Very nice. Wait, qu- why would it be 20 matches? Wouldn't it be 10 matches? It's two match weeks in one week. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? They play. I mean, they play midweek, Tuesday, and then they Wednesday, play on the Thursday, weekend. Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Yo, someone, someone's going to get hurt. They, they, they do, do this all lot. the time, Ferris. Yeah. Oh. Not only that, you know, there was Carabao Cup. And then there's FA Cup this weekend, and oh, yeah, 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 we're gonna talk about that. Um, we're we're against here. Nottingham Forest and Liverpool, Ferris. Let's go. Sorry. <laughs> well, we'll see. We'll see how they do when we're back, starting eleven. Make them regret uh, every time. February February sixth is that when the next episode comes up? Something like that. Um, the end of February. Also, yes, we'll, February be the 6th. whole. There'll be the whole uh, uh, rundown, possibly. Of uh, things that have happened in the transfer window, as will be closed by then. But uh, it's going to be a long episode. There isn't much happening right now, so who knows what's going to happen? Yeah. Anyways, uh, as for me, uh, again, you mentioned the things that I'm on. Uh, also, LGRN after start will be back at some point. Danny and I will talk about whatever it is. We'll talk about who knows. Uh, weekends on the Let's Get Ready Network. This very network, Adelia. Yep. All right. Now, uh, next week, again, nightmares. Uh, huge fan of this episode. Also, is quoted in my favorite Buffy episode, but we won't be able to get to that for another five seasons or so. But until next week, everybody, thanks for watching, and we'll see you all later. <laughs>